Everybody and welcome to episode 138 of the Fresher and Parlance show. I actually think I forgot to put that in the uh, in the show the title. In the show title, uh, yeah. We'll have to change it later. Yep. Anyways. Uh, I am Parlance, and I am Fresher, and this is the Fresher Parlance show, a lifestyle show where we talk about current events and the going ons of the Fresher and the Parlance, which we do every Thursday as Permits at 9 o'clock, live on YouTube, freshandparlance.com. Tweet at us at freshandpar. Do the live commenting on uh, YouTube, thingamajigger. A thingamajigger? Thingamajigger, yes. A thingamajigger. What are you doing? Where does thingamajigger come from, do you think? I think it's just like noises, like gosh darn it. No, I think thing... I think Thingamajig was like a brand name of a defunct company in the 20s. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I made that up, but it sounds like it sounds right to me. <laughs> I believe it. It's like Kleenex. So, to all those uh, people on the East Coast, Friday the 13th. Happy Friday Whoa. the 13th. Oh, because it's already midnight. Yeah. It's Friday the 13th. I forgot about Friday the 13th. Did you pay attention to that when you were growing up? Only because I had a birthday on the 13th. Oh, yeah. So, so every How many Friday the 13th birthday did you have? Uh, a lot. Enough. Did you have enough of them to know how many years between you'd have one? No, I don't remember. I remember my 21st birthday was on the 13th. Ooh, that's Friday, pretty cool. The Friday the 13th. Um, yeah, it's been... I don't know, I forget. There's been, been a few. I think like recently I had one that was on Friday the 13th. So do you think like every, I mean, this is very figureoutable, but is it like every three years or every four years? <clears throat> I think it depends. Um, some months don't even have, never have Friday the 13th. I but yours to, does. But mine does, yeah. Uh, let me see here. Um, months with no Friday the 13th. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are months I can have Friday the 13th. I don't know. It, uh, it says here, it occurs when the 13th of the month in the Gregorian falls on a Friday, which can be the case at least once every year and up to three times a year. Um, so there you go. There you go. So no, I did not know that, but now I do. Friday the 13th. Yep, I'm just seeing when my last Friday the 13th birthday was. I won't give the year so as not to incriminate myself yeah um that's cool but uh what else uh what else is going on in parlance world (laughs) 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 let me tell you fresher what isn't going along in parlance world yeah um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, this week was a real. Well, like I'm speaking as if it was over, but it's been. A, it was a real. It was a real. It was a real stimulant as it relates to work. Lots of stuff going on at work. Yeah, I know a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So um, last weekend, uh, I had recorded the director's cut of Blade Runner, 
so I yeah. could watch it with my wife in anticipation of going to see Blade Runner 2048. Um, I'm excited so, to see that. I haven't seen it yet either. Well, here's the thing. I actually did record it, and we did watch it as planned on Friday. Um, yeah. But then we did not end up seeing the uh, the actual movie because we ended up going out with some friends on uh, on, Friday, on Saturday night. So um, speaking of friends, yeah, you uh, you had a you had a whole situation, didn't you too? With what? Oh yeah, we could get to that. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so here here's here's what happened. But first, let me talk talk about Blade Runner because that is an interesting yeah. story too. So I uh, I watched Blade Runner, oh, and it's been a while. It's been a while to, since I've watched. I like that. that. I really like the movie. And we were talking about the book too. Yeah, the dude, sheep or android. I can never remember. Dude, androids title. dream of electronic sheep. Ooh, excuse me. Yeah. Ooh, I'm so tired. I hope uh, maybe we can make this a relaxation show. Hello. Yeah. <sighs> We're going to talk a little bit about Blade Runner. Let me Blade tell you. <laughs> uh, Blade Runner is a movie about close but not quite human electronic beings called replicants. Replicants. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's, now it's like a spoken word at that point. That we just started know, into a I'm spoken your backup. Word. Like yeah. it's like Logan Wirk Racker backup. Like uh huh, uh huh. You got it. You're, you're my, instead of a hype man, you're my whisper man. Yeah. Um. It's, anyway, that's a relaxing, relaxing audio. You know, you got to have a whisper man. So I watched the director's cut. So apparently, there's like eight cuts of this movie, and they all have some variation, different credit sequences, different. Yeah, voice I didn't know that. Yeah, different voiceover sequences. Um, and then different endings, various different endings. And some have more violent uh, scenes, like the things are a little bit more violent. Some of them are a little more tame. Uh, so that's, I think, generally all of the changes. Uh, there is one scene, unicorn scene. So it's interesting because I remember watching this for the first time in the 90s, probably like 94-ish on VHS. Yeah. The director's Like the director's cut that came out that was kind of popular. I probably had the director's cut on VHS at some point. I bought it, but I don't have any. I don't know where any of my VHS, VHS tapes are. I have are. a box of VHS. I've been meaning to convert them. I have the converter thing and like the VCR set up four heads. I got to convert them sometime because they, de- they degregate or whatever. Yeah. Uh, some, you know, depre- the deprecation of those, that, there's, some that are, there's some videos that are only available on VHS and they're like very hard to obtain. There's actually a robust secondary market of hard to get VHS tapes on uh, on on things like eBay and probably various. I think Scarecrow Video might still be open in Seattle, which was one of like the major VHS places that had things still. Scarecrow v- Scarecrow Video is still open. There was another place up a little further north that that went out of business maybe two years ago, which was sad. It's now a, a Taekwondo place. Um, <laughs> That's a weird change. It is a weird change. Uh, it was empty for a while, and then the Taekwondo moved in. So, um, so first off, I don't. The movie is slow. So I, I said to you know my wife who wanted to watch it in, in anticipation of seeing the sequel. I'm like, I'm not sure you're gonna love it. It's kind of slow, right? Yeah, it is. It is very, very slow. And uh, after watching it, so I, I did enjoy it, and and it's kind of weird because. The movie itself is, is like it's very it's a very thin plot. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah, a, 
Um, and it depends. I mean, on it was like mostly like world building and like yeah. aesthetic and stuff. Yeah, for sure. I I think it's for me now at this point. Yeah, there are some very good scenes, right? Uh, the yeah. scene where Blade, uh, the Blade Runner Harrison. By the way, spoiler alerts. If you haven't seen Blade Runner, I'm about to spoil a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, so just like mute you. Just wait until I. I don't know if there's actually, and this is the first time we've ever asked someone to mute with a spoiler. We've spoiled like everything ever. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, just look for me. Uh, I'll give a signal. I'll give a signal, like a like a toodaloo or something. Um. Anyway, I'm not gonna do that. Just I'm gonna spoil it. Uh, where this is the scene with Sean Young, which I forget her name, and but she's like the replicant who doesn't know she's a replicant. Yeah. Um, and Harrison Ford when they first meet, and there's the owl there, and then he like tests her and stuff. I think that yeah. scene's really good. I think the scene with the first scene, uh, with uh the 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 toy maker, the scene with the oh, toy yeah, maker yeah. and Rutger Hauer and the what's her name um oh gosh hannah whatever her name is i forget the blondie i forget her name now um that seems very interesting and then uh the very end when harrison ford is running away from the rutger hauer character and then he saves his life and then like oh yeah gives that speech he's like i've seen battles on the edge of orion i've seen you know like talks about this thing it's like what is life if I can't, if, you know, if like these can't be passed down and then just like, and like falls over and dies or whatever. It's just like, yeah. I found that scene to be pretty good. Um, although a bit cheesy because he just dies. Like his expiration sort of just, I guess they were trying to, they hinted at it a little bit, but I never really got like the sense that he is, he was on eminent, he was eminently like going to die. That like, I took that away this time. Um, I know, I've like, like I was saying before when we were talking about this, like I feel like that they do a lot of stuff about from the book. Like that's like they definitely have it directly from the book and the movie, but they never explain any of it. So if you didn't read the book, you just wouldn't get it. But like if you read the book, there's a whole bunch of backstory that actually makes way more sense. Well, I feel like, you know, to be fair, I've I've read a number of books before watching the movie. I feel like that that is true of many adaptations where they they it's almost like Easter eggs, you know what they put stuff in there for you, like the knowing user, like the knowing viewer to like yeah. interpret, but it also still functions on its own. You know what I mean? Like it's there, yeah. but it's not there and doesn't need I to guess be. I, I haven't really like read many other ad- ad- adaptation book movie situations. Uh, I mean, yeah. Have you ever read Harry Potter or, no. uh, okay. Yeah. Like I think they like, or I'm like no Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah. I'm no like, what do you call it? Uh, I'm not an expert, but I read all those books. Those ones were supposed to be direct, like, uh, things. Or, like, uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. they That that one's way... That one's, like... Yeah. It's Anyway, there are homages to certain aspects of, in each of those mediums. And I am not... Here's the thing. To really understand, you would have to read the book, watch all the show, then read the book, then watch... You know what I mean? To, like, get all the nuances and stuff like that. And and books like Game of Thrones are such a monumental task to ask anyone to read and retain all of that. It's it's a lot, and I am I'm saying I'm just I don't think I'm capable of like re- maintaining a a book that's 700 pages and then watching 13 hours of programming and then like keying in on one or two little things. That's a lot of asking. I but know, for, right? 
Yeah, but Do Android Stream of Electronic Sheep is probably like a 100-page book and the movie's like two hours long. It's a little bit less um, uh, kind of like That's a heavy lift. Yeah, it's a less heavy I lift. Than... I think it's bigger than that. I don't, I don't remember being that short. I will look it up. What? I am too. Pages is do electronic. I do androids. Uh, well, they go by words. Two hundred and ten. That's still pretty small. Two hundred and ten. Two hundred and ten words. No, two hundred and ten pages. Sixty-one thousand words. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Two hundred and ten pages would be crazy. It is, oh, what do you mean two hundred and ten words? Oh, words, I th- yeah. I think if if that's the case, I've already spoke like four hundred words right now. So I've, I know You've I've literally written, written yeah, I've written game. two books. <laughs> um, I mean, wor- a word a word count is probably actually the appropriate way. Now that I think about it, word count is the appropriate way to measure the length of a book because you could make up you know those books that are like big print for like old people. Those are like yeah. a thousand pages for a two hundred page book normally. So, or just like on Kindle, like it's always Word, and they don't do pages because you can change the font and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And the size, like not only the font you could change, but the the size of the font. Um. So, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah. So I dove deep on the like extra stuff that happened. Uh, so in the first, the theatrical version, they actually added in the end of the movie. A additional yeah. scene where they show them driving off in uh, like into the sunset, um, and I didn't know this, but the, the 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 kind of like helicopter overhead scene was actually footage from the Stanley Kubrick movie, The Shining. It was extra footage from that, which is oh, pretty. Really? That's pretty cool. Then then the, cool. the voiceover though that Harrison Ford does. So in the in the the thing is, I remember voiceover in the version I watched. So I'm pretty sure I watched the, the when I first watched it, it was the theatrical version. Um, uh, they, they show them driving off in a car. It's like a happy ending. Like, it's like, oh, see, and it's like, it has a more noiry film to it because it has that like detective voiceover kind of quality to it. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, and Harrison Ford's like, well, it turns out, um, she was really special. She did. And in the movie, the replicants, the whole plot of the movie is like, they're trying to extend their life because they can only live for four years. It's like it turns out the doctor put it, put a put a special chip in her, and she she didn't have a normal aging four year aging process. She was allowed to live forever. In that case, she was special, and we went off into the country and lived happily ever after. And it was kind of like one of those things. Whereas yeah. in the the director's cut and many other subsequent versions, they introduced a dream sequence, which was um, Harrison Ford character dreaming of a unicorn. Okay. Yeah which was not in the theatrical version and all of the voiceover recordings were gone. There was no last scene where they were like going off into the sunset. And instead we have the context of the unicorn dream. And then when they get there, um, he's leaving the place with that, the ant, the replicant. And um, they, he finds the little unicorn like origami piece that the detective that had been sort of working with him indirectly yeah. uh, the whole time left there. Because that was his signature. He'd been doing that throughout the movie, like leaving little like uh, origami, uh, little doodads around paper cut, paper folded origami. And it was a unicorn, yeah. which implies that his memories were implanted. And since, or therefore he knew what he was thinking, dreaming about. And um, his memories were implanted and he in fact might or might not be an android. So yeah. it changed the context completely of the movie. Like it compl- the, the theatrical release versus 
the director's cut like completely left it quite open for interpretation as to what the the movie was about um i guess good i guess bad but anyway the, the special effects are what really make this movie Legree i know it's like the atmosphere stuff i don't even know if it's special effects it's just like atmosphere uh it's like special i mean the, but the thing is the atmosphere is defined by this very unique footage or well, not footage but like kind of uh the the like set world. Is, the world the world building the set design and the and the building design and this kind of like dystopic but also sort of dirty and grimy um like los angeles of 20 i guess it's 28 it might be this year actually 20 i mean if it's not 2019 it's very close to 2019 it has to be. What's the That's movie? That's true. I never thought of that. They're gonna pretty soon. They're gonna have a bunch of memes, just like with the Back to the Future thing. Like this is the day that they came to in the future. Well, no, they already did that because two of the replicants. No, they did, but then people kept changing it. What do you mean? Like they they had that shot of like the the clock on the the DeLorean, and then they just put in the date, and they kept being like different dates, and like this is the day. No, I mean like the replicants, like the main replicant has already been born in that world. It, it was he was born in twenty fifteen oh, yeah. or something, in twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, one of them was born in is was born in April of twenty seventeen, like this year. So there was the, a lot of these characters were just being born in that future, like now. So what's interesting is I think in the twenty forty nine movie or whatever that movie is called, like the twenty forty the thirty years later movie. Um, yeah, it was kind of like. Up, I, I, they have to kind of like update the technology to kind of be more modern with our technology, but also it's still going to live in a future where the technology was already defined 30 years ago. So I think, yeah, that's, like, imagine how technology would progress in the society they la- lived in. Yeah, which is, I think, an interesting kind of like problem to solve for. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm excited to see it. I was really excited for this movie. Um, I was excited for this movie, and I was excited for Ghost in the Shell. And Ghost in the Shell was such a letdown. I'm don't even think I'm going to see it. <laughs> the uh, the Ghost in the Shell, the live action. Yeah, yeah. I've rented that from Redbox, and I didn't watch it. Do you know how many movies I've rented from Redbox <laughs> and haven't watched in my life? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I feel like at this point, I mean, I want to watch it and stuff, but like. I'm just already like pre disappointed, and I don't know if not if I want to put myself through that. I had like a ticket, like a a code from Redbox. It was like buy one get one free. Yeah, and I had a movie that I wanted to watch, and I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch. I guess I'll get that too because I need, I got a free movie. I didn't yeah. even watch. I didn't watch it. I was like, whatever. It was free. Okay. But um. So anyway, Blade Runner. I'm I, I really enjoyed it. it but again, I, I watched. Like I said, a Siskel and Ebert review. Uh, like I said, I went far down the rabbit hole on that Friday night. They hated yeah. it. They didn't like it very much. So um, I could see why people wouldn't like it. But in the end, I still think it's like atmospheric. It's moody. It has an interesting kind of like storyline. I think it's not, I want to say like it's prophetic in the sense that it, it really kind of like touches on our culture because the LA that they have is really kind of cool. And you said in the, in the book, they talk about how most people have like the people that are left on earth are like the low lives. Yeah. Are, everyone's left earth. Yeah. So like in the, in the, in the movie, they don't, they literally, there's one line where they talk about that. The rest of it is not. It's when they find know, the toy, when so they find the, the, our other books, like, I mean, movies based on books or adaptations. See, that's like pretty huge to like not have that. I feel like there's more, 
again, I haven't really read very many books that have adaptations that I've watched, but it seems like this one, like more than others, has like huge parts of the like major part of the story that they don't talk about. Well, I mean, I, I'm this if this would be a project for me to do think about before we came on air to think off the topic. But the most recent movie that I could think of that was such a classic departure from the actual novel. In my mind, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking right now, the only one I could think of where it was just like not even close was that World War Z movie. Oh, with yeah. Brad Pitt. That movie is like gently related to the book. Like gently. <laughs> it's like, there. it's like the, uh, uh, with the, it's along with the title and maybe like some character names and stuff, it's like not, not even close. It's not even close to the book. So, um, Anyway, apparently the director's cut is closer, if you will, to the to the to the novel. But yeah, that's one classic example where like they touch upon some things that are in the book, but like you would know it because you read the book, but they're completely different like stories almost. It's really yeah. weird. Um that is weird. And that book, you could read that book in like a day, because it's like maybe 180 pages. I don't know. It's not that much, but it's also told in first person. It's a very quick read. You could watch the movie. I heard that the audiobook is good for that because um, it has all the people like talking in their voices because it's people telling their stories. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, so another thing that happened this weekend, uh, not to like monopolize, but um, I was supposed to go to the pumpkin patch with some friends on Sunday morning. Yeah. And uh, got to wake up early because we're going to go do the pumpkin patch thing, you know. And uh, we, we, we turn on the burner, or I should say my wife turns on the burner to make some tea. And I'm like, you know, getting ready. And I look at the burner and I'm like, geez, she's never going to get that water to boil. The flame is so low. Yeah. So I go over and I just go to crank it up and I act, it just shuts off. Or like, actually, I think it goes tick, tick, tick and shuts off because, you know, there's like a, like a uh, igniter or whatever, like, because we have gas or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's weird. So I turn it back on and it, it's at its peak. It's probably at like half you know what i mean yeah it's very low so um i uh i i then turn on the other burner and the, that burner has like the super boiling mode you know what i mean like an extra intense flame and yeah. uh that one's like way low at its highest i'm like that's weird um so i sh- i keep t- like playing with it thinking like you know sometimes water gets in there or something and it just could burn it you know what i mean it like kind of like plugs it or a little bit I'm like, no, that's not right. I go, let me go outside and check the the uh, the pilot light on my water heater just to see what's going on out there. Like, see if the because I actually wasn't thinking that the pilot light would be off. I was thinking that the you know like if it was working or whatever, like yeah. the flame would be low or something. But I got out there yeah. and the pilot light was off. So I just was like, okay, weird. Maybe I'm gonna need to reset that too. So I shut everything off there. I was like, you know what? Let me just go outside and see if there's like anything going on on the meter on the side of my house. So I open the garage and I go outside. I turn the corner and I'm like, I, I'm like, huh, that smell like gas. And then I got right at the mach- the meter itself, and uh, there was a really strong odor of gasoline or not gasoline, whatever natural gas, I guess. And yeah. uh, I'm like, whoa, that's that's messed up. That's not supposed to be there. So uh, you know, my, my wife handles. She called. I was like, call Puget Sound Energy. Have them come out. Like it's an emergency. Right. Because it's yeah. like, so they say, yeah, yeah, you should leave the house. That's, it'd be a good idea if you leave the house. That's what they say. So we're like, oh, all right. Like, we'll leave the house. And they're like, we'll send someone. We'll send someone to the house to get to take care of it. Like, oh, okay. So um, we leave. 
uh, we call back and they're and they're like, oh, I'm like, hey, is anyone coming? Oh, like, oh, we can't see anything there. But you should but you like, leave, like, you leave to go to the pumpkin patch. Right. Exactly. Because we're like, they told us to leave. So I'm like, oh, like, okay. So I call them up to say, hey, is everything serviced or whatever? Like, you know, I just want to make sure because, you know, we're not at the house. And they're like, oh, you're not at the house? I'm like, no, you you told us to leave. And I'm like, well, what do we mean leave? What we mean is if you could just go outside and wait across the street. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's not what you said. As a matter of fact, you told my significant other to um, to – go visit some friends or run some errands specifically. Oh, they said that specifically? Yeah. And they're like, well, that's not exactly what, that's not normally what we tell people. So if someone did come out there, you're going to find a note either on the front door or on the the actual water, the meter to to set up another appointment. So of course we're like, I'm like, damn it. So I'm like, we got to go. Cause we, and we hadn't even picked any pumpkins yet. However, I did do the apple slingshot. That you could yeah, pay. that sounds cool. And I, I nailed it. If you hit the Sasquatch, you win a prize. I hit the Sasquatch three times, dude. Three yeah, times. I'm killing it. Next year, it's going to be like just machine gun Sasquatch hitting with apples. By and you. I, yeah, and um, I want I technically, I think you're supposed to win uh, th- like magnets or whatever. Like I, but they didn't want to give me three magnets. It must be like expensive or whatever. So they give me a a, a magnet and two temporary tattoos. Whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, it doesn't matter. I gave well, them to like, you and a bunch of little kids, and that's why, like, oh, the adult actually like could do it. Uh, there no, they had kid only slingshots or whatever. But yeah, there it yeah. was most. It was a mix between adults and children for sure. A lot of them that were adult and children. So it's uh, but yes, I I did do it myself, and I was successful. Um, and I didn't even count the one where I hit the pole next to the Sasquatch. I, it was and that <laughs> that explosion because it was you know how they it holds it up with like two poles on the side the explosion yeah. when it hit the pole was the best because it hit it hard and it went pop and it just blew That's up awesome. it, yeah that one was excellent but uh anyway so i gave those to the kids that were with us with their family and um we left actually immediately after i got that phone call we got home and of course they had already showed up so we called back and we say uh you guys came and they're like oh yeah well you've now been deprioritized because it's and not an emergency anymore because there's no longer an emergency anymore because they shut off our gas also FYI. Yeah. So they they shut up our gas and so we called back and they said and it was at this time it was like maybe eleven o'clock around there, eleven thirty. Yeah. They were like, like late. They were like, someone will be there between the hours of two PM and midnight. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, they're like two PM to midnight. So I'm like, Wait, well, you mean eleven AM or eleven PM? It was eleven AM. They said someone oh, okay. will be there between two PM and midnight. That was the window yeah. they gave us. So I was like, uh, okay. So, um, I just, whatever we ended up like eat, ordering some Chinese cause I couldn't cook. It got cold in the house because it wasn't no heat. Um, but you know, able to watch TV or whatever. Then they, he, they finally showed up. Actually, they showed up right as the Seahawks won the game. Like, I'm not joking. The Seahawks what? won. So you like missed the end or what? No, no, no. I think the guy was literally watching the Seahawks game and then just rolled in <laughs> is what I'm saying. Um, and showed up around like whatever, almost like four fifteen, four twenty, just as the Seahawks won. Because like the fire, you know, in my neighborhood, people shoot fireworks off when the Seahawks yeah, win. Yeah, I heard that too. And um, when I went out, when the heat pulled up, the fireworks were going off as I was outside. I was like, um, 
So anyway, he comes over and he's like, he has like all these devices or whatever. And he's like, yeah, looks like uh, they made some repairs here. And uh, uh, the gas is shut up. So he turned the gas on. He has some device that actually smells for gas, I guess. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, it looks like they fixed it. But I don't know what they did, but they fixed it. And I was like, oh, okay. And um, so then he just like came in, turned on all, like he like, essentially set the pilot for my hot water heater and my fireplace. And he said, I go, does this happen often? He's like, he's like, I work 14 hours every shift doing this stuff every day. And I was like, well, well, actually he said 12 on for three days in a row. That's his shift. But he ends up doing three fourteens. Um, and he said that, uh, yeah, it happens all the time, but I had never heard of it. But if I didn't notice that freaking flame being really low, I don't think we would have caught it in that that soon. You know what I mean? It would have been another yeah. day or two. Um, I know, but, and then you're gonna pay for that gas that is leaking. I think I do. I mean, I'm I, sure that you do. I don't know how. It's just. Oh, I mean, I guess it depends on which side of your meter it's on. I suppose. I, yeah, that's the thing. I think it was on the the side of the meter where it, I actually have no idea. I'm not quite sure. It'd be dumb if it, even if it's on the other side, if they just have like a general like assumed this much leaked and you pay for it yeah that's it's really annoying um so anyway gas man i was waiting for the the fart jokes where are the fart jokes i know i mean i was another uh uh gas leak at the parlance residence (laughs) i thought there was a couple in there but i missed my opportunities you definitely missed your opportunity (sighs) i know it's terrible um, but so you, that does suck. The gas leak, and you, that like ruins your whole Saturday. It did. No, it was Sunday. So they, it, I mean, in some regards, it was great. I got to sit home and watch football all day. But it totally, like, it, it was. It was not so much the not run on gas. I know, right? Um, but I'll say, like, like first off, we rely on this, like these these services and technology to, like, you know, work. And when they don't work and then you realize like in the consequence of it not working, things could explode. You just yeah. like, you often, I often wonder like our system is really fragile. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of yeah. like, trust in the system and uh, it makes you think of what did you hear? Speaking of that uh, on a more grim note oh boy. and trust in the system or whatever, did you hear like the possible EMP attack thing that North Korea could do and it would wipe out like the power in the US indefinitely and it's like super feasible and it would they say that it would indefinitely how could it be indefinitely because it would like fry all electronics I mean all the power grid like the power grid would be destroyed like in irreparable and so you'd have to rebuild the whole thing um well I mean Trump does want to do infrastructure so I know uh, but, but that would be but like like that. But they were saying that like if the power was that out, because it would be everything, and it would like it was saying that like ninety percent of Americans would probably die, not really? like directly or whatever, but just because like there'd be like it would shut everything down. Like there'd be no electricity or electronics or anything. Well, I mean, you there there could be electronics. First off, the way you could have electronics is if you had a laptop computer with a bunch of shit on it in a Faraday cage with a, a solar power electricity source. But I mean, like m- most everything, all, all major 
like the, the infrastructure is not set up for that like at all like they're talking about that they need to like fix that more even the solar flare yeah like, no if no it was a major solar flare like it yeah. would also knock out a bunch of stuff i feel like in episode 120 or 118 i brought this up because there was a situation in Canada where a solar flare like came through that re- like it hit that region and it toasted yeah. their um, electric grid like and it still to this day hasn't been repaired. Um, yeah, but a lot of this could be done if they just shielded the the um, the tra- what are those boxes called the transformers? transformers? Yeah, so many of a lot of the electric grid could be saved if the transformers were shielded. Yeah, but that's and- so they, they they're trying they need to update that stuff, but they're not. Yeah, that's just the problem. If, if they did it now, like, I it hadn't be- thought of that as, like, a viable attack thing, but they were saying if they do, like, an upper atmosphere EMP bomb thing, like, it would totally wipe out the whole United States. I mean, that would be not good. I know. I, I didn't think of that. But, uh, anyways... We uh, be- I forgot. Would, would, water, would water work in a system with no power? Probably not. Hmm. I mean, because it's all metered and like there's pumps. Hmm. All the pumps would be down. Would would a diesel would a diesel generator a work? Generator? Yeah, but it, yeah, all of the other things would be broken too. Like all of the controllers, everything. How do, so? What does an EMP pulse actually do to non-protected equipment? It's like um, shorts all of the circuits. I mean, it break it burns out all the wires. Interesting. Okay. Any electronics? Well, that would be crazy. And uh, stop stop giving the North Koreans ideas. That's what <laughs> I say. Yeah, but um, uh, oh, I was also going to point out. Oh, I have an eye patch thing, but conundrum. Uh, Graham called out a while back about the I got to convert those VHSs we were talking about cuz we have some some VHSs from in high school when we did um we were doing like some stop motion animations and just some fun videos or like I took video production class in a uh, high school and like I have a bunch of like the 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 edited like the you know the source stuff but yeah I got to do that got to convert the videos we have, uh, by the way, I'm seeing four viewers right now. So thank you very much. This is actually, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of nice to see that we have viewers because I know it, that people like in the Facebook and Snapchats and social media and YouTubes and, and podcasts and TV and all these people are battling for your attention. So the fact that you're giving us some attention, some of your valuable, valuable attention means a lot. So I really appreciate that. So that I, I was going to go on a whole thing about like how technology companies are like essentially duping you into using their product to make it more addicting. I'm not going to go into that whole spiel. Instead, I'll just thank you for spending your time with us. See, that's, that's yeah. all I'm going to say. So, And uh, uh, I'm t- hoping to update the website, as I've been saying for probably the last two years. So you should check that out too. We're going to try to maybe post things on it more. Freshpilots.com. Yeah, yeah, speaking of wasting your time. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Whose time? My time or your time or their time? Everybody's time. Yeah. It's a a (laughs) universal time sink. (laughs) Basic attention token, a back coin. I know, Um, yeah. So speaking of failures of, you know, epic proportions... And I guess maybe freshermparlance.com is a very not epic failure. It's more like a 
small blip. It's a, of... it's a medium failure. I mean, it's up. It's not broken. Yeah, but, but like, I guess it's it's still there. You could address it. You know what I mean? Like, it's there. Um, if, I know. It, it'll render on your on your browser. You have you're like choosing views for a month or something. But uh, the men's national soccer team. What a yeah. what terrible terrible. All they had to do was tie Trinidad and Tobago. First off, Trinidad and Tobago. Like, they hadn't won a match in something like... First off, I'm going to say some things that I'm not even sure are actually factually true, but I'm just going to say them anyway. I don't think they won a match in 20 years. That's what it seems like to me. 20 years, Trinidad and Tobago. They don't win matches. They sat all of their superstars, if Trinidad and Tobago has any soccer superstars. They 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 had been eliminated from the World Cup uh 2020 since um uh or whatever year it is 20 yeah i guess it's 2020 they were eliminated uh in 2011 that's how bad that team is they didn't even need to play in this they were already eliminated just for the mere their mere presence in the tournament itself okay i know i also heard oh what i heard that uh if mexico would have lost or if mexico would have tied then that would have also got us in but uh the other team got through Mexico's wall, defensive wall. <laughs> and so then Mexico lost. And so we don't get to go. That's, that seems like a metaphor in some way. Yeah, it was. Sure. I saw that on Colbert. Oh, okay. All right. Also, he was pointing out that uh, all of the newscasts were wrong because the U.S. team does get to go to the World Cup. But it's the women's team. Yeah, but isn't that like the women's team? When is that one? That is that's not twenty twenty though. I think so. I mean, I guess I'm not sure. I, just I think they do off years. I think actually, if anything, the women's World Cup will be uh, next year, twenty eighteen. But he was pointing out that the like saying U.S. World Cup like. Well, that's why the, I said men's. I said the men's team. I didn't say the women's I know, team. He was. Yeah. And I but then he was also saying that like men's team has never won, but the women's team has won like three times. They're yeah, like he, way better. They're well, yes, that's true. Uh, in the sense that we have had a, you know, women playing sports for much longer than many other East uh, non-Western cultures or whatever. Uh, but China's pretty good now. Japanese Japan's women's team is really good. Canada, Australia, the Netherlands, Germany. These are all powerhouses. Brazil. They're all good. But we're a powerhouse too. We are a powerhouse too. But the Women's World Cup, I think, that hasn't been around. I think that the first Women's World Cup was in the 90s. The the men's tournament's been around since like like early 1900s, I, I'm pretty sure. Really? Um, yeah. So anyway, the, the yeah, I mean, great. I'm glad the women's – I would like to see them both in the World Cup. And Fox Sports or Fox, the network Fox, spent – $200 million for the broadcast rights to the Oh, tournament. really? And they don't even get to go? Well, they get to go, but there's not going to be a U.S. team, so there's not going to be oh. any rooting interest for the United States. And that's just the U.S. rights. Not That's not the world rights. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, just, that's poor, poor Fox. But, you know, you never know. 2024, know. they may qualify again. 1930, um, first World Cup. I said the 20s, right? So I was close. Not right, though. I didn't say I was. Look, I said I said a lot of the stuff I'm going to say about this is completely not factual. Wait, and I'm going to call you out. What year was the first women? <laughs> what first was? The, what year was the first women's World Cup? Uh, 1929. That's not true. Okay, first women's World Cup. 
Also, Rise on the comments was asking how prepared we are for the power grid to go down. And he's saying, don't try to get more of attention than I just said. All the attention. We need all the attention. Um, uh, wait. Fifty-eight. Oh, nineteen eighty-eight. I said nineteen ninety. So, pretty close. I'm pretty close. Uh, no, it says here the first women's World Cup was in nineteen ninety-one. I'm looking at history. Nineteen eighty-eight. Fifty-eight years after the first men's FIFA World Cup tournament in nineteen thirty, and approximately seventeen years after the FA ban on women football was eliminated in nineteen seventy-one. They had a ban. Like, they didn't just not have a team. They had a ban on having teams. That's crazy. That is pretty crazy. It's <laughs> kind of like in Scot- when you go to Scotland, at one point, golf was banned by the king and queen because people were, really? spending, yeah, people were pending, spending too much time playing golf. So they, they Maybe we should do that. What, ban golf? <laughs> yeah, for the president. <laughs> maybe the Scots, <laughs> maybe Scotland should ban they golf. Knew what they were doing. Maybe the Scotland should ban golf. And therefore, his his uh, golf yeah. course is useless over there. That'd be funny. Um, I heard there, there's been a rumor floating around that uh, <laughs> that uh, Donald Trump hates every single person in the White House. Oh, I saw that. Did you see that one? And there's been another rumor floating around that uh, the reason why Re- uh, Rex Tillerson called him a moron was because... Donald Trump said he wanted to have uh, up the arsenal of nuclear armaments tenfold, and yeah. Rex- and that was the comment that made re- that was the statement that Rex Tillerson called him a moron too. That was all the all the news. Yeah, all the thing. Um, so you know you know how Netflix is increasing their prices. Oh yeah, I know. Hulu is actually dropping their prices. I don't know if you saw. Oh that. really? I thought that they were increasing theirs too. No, they dropped. It's apparently it's going to five ninety nine a month. Well, it's nice. Since I have both of them and leave it out. <laughs> it's, I wonder. It's like you're, you're, either way, you're winning. You're winning. Yeah. I, I kind of want Hulu, but I don't have it. Um, it, has, uh, it has all of the um, Rick and Morty's. I know it does. I know it does. Um, I feel like it's worth having both. I mean, like, you can see most shows that you want to see, like, in all, of, like, the. Hulu doesn't have any originals, though, I don't think. Yeah, they do. They just actually they launched one, I think, yesterday or today, the new Sarah Silverman show. What, the new there. Sarah Silverman show? I like the old Sarah Silverman show. Yeah, there's a new one. It's on Hulu. Hulu original. No it's way. Called, I think it's called, like, I Heart America or something like that. I gotta see that. I like Sarah Silverman. Let me see. She's new. adequately ridiculous. <laughs> My favorite is... Uh... I just did a massive sneeze. It's called... Sarah Silverman wants to love America. Oh, no. It's oh, called, yeah. I love you, America. Those are very different. No, Absolutely. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's a brilliant, stupid political Hulu show. Yeah. So anyway, uh, and there's that Stephen King show with James Franco about going back in time to like kill the um, Harvey Oswald or whatever. I forget what it's called. I don't know that one either. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't like look at them that much. Uh, so yesterday in my, uh, trying to explain, this is, I'm bio, I'm just changing topics here. Topic change. Yeah. I was trying to, to explain my distaste for the, were you mansplaining it? 
No, maybe, possibly. Okay. Um, but it went, it spiraled way out of control. In trying to explain the Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce. Thing, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I ended up going down a path of, uh, essentially, it started with um, Rick and Morty McDonald's Szechuan sauce, which we should. I do want to talk about like this is yeah. but when I was talking to my wife about it, it, it ended up like going down the thing. It was like, it led to red pilling to 4chan culture to Gamergate to. Um, yeah. I don't even know that much about the Szechuan sauce thing. I just know that people were like up in arms about it, that McDonald's didn't do it very long or whatever. So I haven't looked into it at all. So here's the, the basic premise of, the Szechuan sauce. For those of you who don't watch Rick and Morty, in I think it was like the first or second episode of the new season, in a little yeah, it was the first one. In a little little bit at the end of the show, Rick says, "I just wanted to have some of that Szechuan sauce from McDonald's. It was only available during the release of Mulan. I love that sauce. That's the that's my mission, and I don't care if it takes nine seasons. I'm going to get it back. Something like along yeah. those lines." That's my mission. I mean, well, there was, yeah. It came up in the episode, too. But. Well, it sort of came up in the episode, but the, the, it, two bits, maybe, because he was in a holographic universe and he manipulated the holograms to take it, to go to a McDonald's drive-thru so he could order something to trick them into giving him the Mulan sauce so they could have yeah. it. And he knew he was being manipulated, but he manipulated them to get the sauce and et cetera, et cetera, right? That, that's classic Rick and Morty. He like, there's some devious plot happening and Rick is aware of that plot and foils it, but does it in a way that's like really obnoxious and kind of like self-serving. Yeah. Um, um, that is a good breakdown. So the, um, <clears throat> the fan base of Rick and Morty, and I'll be honest, like, the Rick and Morty fans, I started watching the show this year. I think it's a very funny show. But these hardcore Rick and Morty fans are really obnoxious. They trolled the female writers on the show. Like they I were feel like, like any hardcore fans are usually obnoxious. Yeah, but yeah, but, no, probably more than usual. More than usual because it's a bit in that like geek culture kind of way. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like the Gamergate thing. It's just like they live online almost exclusively. They also think they're like super intelligent and really smart. So they're also like um they're kind of obnoxious in that sort of way as well and uh so i've already had my problems with this fan base like personally just like being like personally really yeah personally i just felt like i've had an opinion and said "Ugh, these people are icky kind of thing yeah to the point where i was almost saying like i didn't even want to talk about rick and morty because it's just like these people i didn't want to be even close to the that that world that is disappointing because i mean i i like it but like i don't know the fan base stuff yeah, they're really uh, obno- yeah, they're really obno- uh, Elon Musk likes it. Yeah, that's because the show's good, right? It's no, just I like- know, but like, so like he's a fan base, like so it's not all bad. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. And and uh, what's his fa- uh There's a lot of people who like Rick and Morty. It's not just like these jerk holes. But um, anyway, so McDonald's, with some like knowing that this was happening, created a promotion where they were going to give away like giant jugs of randomly selected people on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. To, to of the Szechuan sauce. And they all had ni- like 1998 M and they were the, supposed to be like different universes. Like, you know how they have like, this is Rick Morty from universe, like dot, dot, dot Z. Yeah. Yeah. X. yeah. 
it was like that. They were all supposed to be joking. There were these big cases and they were from different universes. You know what I mean? So there was like 15 of them. Some of those went were sold on eBay for like eighteen thousand, nineteen thousand dollars. They were jugs. Or? They were jugs in like a like you know those pelican cases that hold like cameras and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were given away in like orange ones with like the the multiverse that it was supposed to come from, etc. But that was one part of the promotion. People could randomly win giant jugs of Szechuan sauce. Okay. Yeah. The second part of the promotion was. They were going to get small amounts of sauces and posters and maybe like magnets or something were going to be put brought out there and distributed to McDonald's across the United States. Okay. Yeah. And put up a website and it was like you could go to that McDonald's. It turned out that many of these places didn't have the sauce or only got like 20 or 40 or like at most 70. Like yeah. little sauces and kits and stuff. So these fans were like, lining up for hours and they didn't tell people how many that they had. Yeah. So uh people were lining up overnight. They got there in the morning when it opened or whatever and they did the thing, which I didn't even know. I thought McDonald's were 24 hours. I didn't even know this. They they closed. Yeah. Um they opened up, they handed out tickets and all these other people didn't get them. And in some cases they just give them posters of like um like other stuff or something. Uh, yeah, posters of like honey barbecue sauce or like Hot hot mustard, like essentially posters of. Other yeah, I did. Sauces. I heard that because they they have this new uh, the buttermilk chicken strips, which are really good. I've had them several times. Yes, but they're doing a a new um, sauce thing, so they're releasing new sauces. And I heard that they were making promotional pictures for each of the sauces, which on another podcast that I listened to said they were really cool. Yeah, but so I had looked into them, but I heard that they were pretty cool. The they were awesome. giving those away in lieu of the rookie morning ones. But anyway, people lost their shit. These nerd, these the people like you could hear like there's videos online of just people going bonkers, just being like idiots, like st- like police fights breaking out, uh, bum rushing them, stealing food crawling like going on the ridiculous. Yeah, why would that even? I mean, that doesn't happen when like a game console or something comes out. It's, it's, this is, and they, it's honestly, it's like whether they were, some of them, so many of them said that they were doing it kind of like just to be like trolly, you yeah. know, ironically they were doing it. That's not, a, that's not ironically. Well, anyways, yeah. But I, you're, it's no, like. No, yeah, I, I'm, I was getting riled up and then I cut myself off because clearly <laughs> you already know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> There's no point in like repeating it. Yeah. <laughs> Which was what I was leading into, which is like whether you're doing it ironically or not ironically, making a fool of yourself and acting like an asshole and just being a prissy making little... Making a fool of yourself is fine, but acting like an asshole, not so much. Yeah, and just being like a... Uh, I'm trying to think of the word here, but like, you know when you get every, you when you expect to get every, everything in the world and then... Entitled. You, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Enti- entitled little bitches is probably the... Yeah. Probably the best way to sum up the whole thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. So they were just being obnoxious, and in some ways, like I kind of want one of those sauces. But like, if I didn't get one, I wouldn't be like, "Uh, man, McDonald." And they were like boycotting, dude. They were outside the protesting. They made signs. Yeah, that's and shit. stupid. Yeah, why well, would? Yeah, I mean, that's like not. I don't know. That's stupid. Uh, it's really dumb. It's really dumb because they didn't get the special thing that not everyone could get. 
Yeah. So I went online like a couple days later. By the way, I don't know if you know this. A dude found a original Mulan. By the way, the, the packaging didn't say Mulan on it because they didn't have the Disney rights anymore or whatever. Yeah. Because the original said Mulan um, uh, Szechuan sauce. Some dude was cleaning out his house and found an original no. packet yeah. of the Mulan Szechuan sauce back in like, I want to say May. And put yeah. it on eBay, and it sold for fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Who has fifteen thousand dollars to buy that? I, I Bitcoin nerdy millionaires who love that's Rick and Morty. Good point. <laughs> wow, that's like a whole nother. Like I never thought of like throwing in like a, a Bitcoin millionaires is like a derogatory thing of like they didn't get their money, they didn't deserve it or whatever. It's just a nerd who had bitcoins. <laughs> I've never thought of it that way, but putting it in context, like who would buy that? I don't know, a Bitcoin millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a new thing for me. But I, it totally I, is true. I that just could made... totally be like a pretty big demographic. <laughs> and there, and I mean, I, of that kind of people you're talking about. Exactly. That's my point. That's like, like someone who like set up like a Bitcoin farm just for fun, like six years ago or something they, they would literally be a millionaire now yeah and they would also the likelihood of them enjoying rick and morty would be very high so um it's possible i'm just saying it's possible <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good so anyway um yeah so i i, I was <laughs> so i went online on ebay just to see because i was like fascinated by this whole kind of like thing yeah you're you're deep diving yeah i was diving a little deep um also, there's a game we're going to play eventually, and I'm going to call it... I've called it 10 Clicks. Ooh. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember you talking about and that. So what it is, is you're... Uh, Fresher, you're going to start me on a topic, okay? Yeah. You're going to say, I want you to Google, and then you're going to give me a topic. Yeah. And then I'm going to start reading, and I'm just going to follow my natural interests of that thing that you told me to start with. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to do 10 Clicks, okay? So ten I have to come up with some good, interesting topics, because, like... It, it's got to be like interesting, like this Szechuan sauce thing. And I am going to click ten things, and we're going to see what are those. What from step one, which is the I'm feeling lucky, maybe the yeah. button. I may I don't know. I don't know if it should be Google search or I'm feeling lucky. I, I think Google search might be better. Wait, I'm feeling lucky is part of Google. No, but it, Google, I'm feeling lucky takes you directly to the page, whereas oh, yeah, like, whereas the search results would be like I could choose my start path. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's better. So and then I'm gonna we're gonna do ten clicks. So the first click will be the first click Ooh, off. The, maybe we can get screen share to work. Oh, that's a good idea. And then we could do like a click one Google from Google two three four five six seven eight nine ten. And then we're gonna go through my thought process as I get through. And I mean, then you would just talk it, talk through it, talk through it. Yeah. And then and then I'm gonna get to the tenth click, and that's gonna be that's the end. And then we're gonna be like, whoa, how did we get from Lorena Bobbit to um? The life expectancy of a Pacific sea turtle. <laughs> Those are that's a pretty good example right there. Just pulling it out of the air. Just pulling it out of the air. That's right. So Those anyway, both really good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just but you know this is a kind of like a we're we're approaching our normal cutoff time here. Um, but uh, the the Nazi new Wolfenstein game came out. I don't know if you've seen this. Oh yeah, I know. Okay. I like I saw about it and it's like ridiculous oh but i have a, a good follow-up for this too though but it's ridiculous that like nazis are now <laughs> complaining 
that there's a game about killing Nazis. Like there's literally like there's like a debate over like this is wrong. We can't have a game killing Nazis. We're Nazis and we don't think that that's okay. Like that's an actual thing that's happening now. I'm like <laughs> I'm I'm having a this is like I don't even know what to make of this. Like I can't even decide if they're doing it like legitimately or if they're like, you know what I mean? Like they're trying to like do they it. They feel entitled enough that being Nazis is an okay thing that they can like complain about games killing Nazis. Yeah, like, that's, that's ridiculous. I, that can't be the case. Is that the case? I think that it is. I I just that's seems impossible, man. I that doesn't Speaking of that though, I have a, a good turnaround for that, which I don't have that many details on, but I read um, a lady was um, suing a state for uh, going against her religious rights to have an abortion because um, this, like, she, she's a uh, Satanist. And she says that her religion, like, gives, like, she should be able to have an abortion because of her religion. And so it's the same thing as, like, the doctor saying they won't do an abortion because they're, like, Christian or whatever, and it's against their religion. Or there's all this religion stuff for abortion, but she argued the opposite direction where in her Satanism religion, um, she needs the right, she has the right to have an abortion because like, based it, on her religion. Based on her religion. But then, and she be, won. She won a court case with that. You so know, like there's precedent now for like, for like the opposite side of the religious like uh, justification for abortion. Which well, I think is pretty interesting. It's the same. It's like the same thing as this Nazi thing of like you know, like oh, like you can't kill Nazis now, or whatever. But it's like the opposite way, you know, like. <laughs> well, it's like no, I it's a it's in my religion to kill Nazis. Is that what you're gonna say? I feel like that's Jewish people, isn't it? I no, like- I, I mean just the the idea that like yeah, you shouldn't have games to kill anyone. Yeah, but I mean I, like I, like it's- because like open to both but like usually one of the sides is going to be like you know totally like no my side is right but then like if you look at it from the other person's side like yeah i mean that you can see that they're right too if you look at their side the same as you're looking at your side so i've seen satanists take this stance a lot and actually the you know that great spaghetti this great spaghetti monster whatever you know what i'm talking about the giant i forget what they call it yeah they tried they tried doing the same thing and a court found that their religion was not a real religion. Yeah, I know. That's why it's not as good. Yeah. I mean, cause theirs was, I mean, theirs was a really good, like it was made by a bunch of like legal people who like were making, there was a point to specifically point out all the stuff about religion and what is a religion and everything. And so then like, because it was created that way, like they can, the whoever argues what a religion is, was arguing that it's not a real religion. But for Satanism, you can't argue that's not a real religion because it is. No. Yeah, for sure. And so then, like, like, that's why that one would hold up better than the Spaghetti Monster one. Hmm. Interesting. Because, Interesting. I mean, like, if you have the Spaghetti Monster, it's completely separate from, like, whatever other religions. But basically, the major religions all come from, like, the same stuff anyways. And so then, like, they all have the same, like, basically different interpretation of the, the same stories so like having satanism it is also the same story it's like has to do with god and like all that stuff i mean it's a good argument it's a good argument yeah have you ever but, but she uh, won, so that's cool yeah it's cool i mean i like it in the satanism thing too i thought it was really funny for um those uh they had the conventions for um some sort of 
not a secret thing, but they made like people were trying to infiltrate the Satanists, like some sort of thing. So they made people sign documents at the door that said like, you give your soul to Satan and like all this stuff. And so they weeded out all like the hardcore Christian people who were like, didn't want to um, like, they were just trying to like infiltrate cause they wouldn't sign the thing. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Cause probably like the, I mean, yeah, if you don't care about it, then it, it wouldn't matter to you. But like, for those people that did, they did care about it. So like they could be kept out of the meetings cause they would never do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> um, uh, we're a little behind, but I wanted to do a couple things. One, um, we need 10,000 views to actually make money now on YouTube. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, the $10 that we've made over like three years, which thanks everyone. Yeah. What I, so, you know, I'm not saying you need to go back and watch old episodes of Fresher and Parlands. Um, but I'm saying go back and watch episodes, old episodes of Fresher and Parlands. <laughs> we got to make work still. Part of the website thing is we got to make shorts. Here's Plus, the thing. that's also my New Year's resolution. I need to make at least two more shorts. Um, just like make a playlist of all 138 episodes. We hit, need to make playlists. And put it, put them on there and just hit play and let it go. We just need like another 3,000. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Just let it play for like, or we could put, you know what? Oh, we'll put mid rolls in some of our other episodes because like we just need like more. I don't um, think we can put mid rolls. Oh, we can't? I thought you could. I think there's a way. I don't think do there's it. any ads until 10,000 now. Oh, damn. Okay. So, well, so much for that. Yeah. Um, also, we totally, we really uh, screwed the pooch, as they say. Uh, we forgot to mention our uh, podcast network at the end of last week's episode. So we are part of a podcast network. It's called Soon To Be Named Network. We're not going to do the whole shtick, but we're part of the Soon To Be Named Network. There's a bunch of like-minded individuals, or maybe not so like-minded individuals, um, <laughs> who uh, like talking about things that uh, you like to probably talk about, such as like movies, Transformers, video games, uh, comic books, lifestyle. Is this Transformers? You just pulled that out? Transformers? No, no, there's a Transformers podcast, I'm pretty sure. Really? For all Transformers? It's only about Transformers. Is it about like the toys or the movies or both? I think it's like everything. It's all huh. Transformers stuff. Yeah. I don't even know how you could do it. I mean, I'll have to check it out. So apparently um, there are cartoons, there are comic books, and there are toys. And each of those probably could be as a, a demanding that could fulfill an hour of topic every week um, because like new toys come out all the time. So you could literally spend an hour talking about the new, I don't know, what are those points of articulation on my uh, kind of like whatever Beast Wars, uh, you know, I'm making shit up. I don't know. Whatever. I haven't seen Transformers at the store, like in the kids in the toy section. They're they're the thing is is that now some of them are like special order, premium, like exclusive huh. to like one retailer in like Japan kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like they're like, but they're still official, like from whoever the person who makes Transformers is, like the company. I'm like, yeah. Again, you know, it'd be useful listening to maybe one of those podcasts or whatever. <laughs> I'm interested. I'm interested. <laughs> Soon to be day network.com. Yeah. So check it out. Um, the, uh, where were we? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I don't have it. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I have yeah, it. No. Also but... we are on we, every Thursday at nine o'clock. Fresh and You can find our links on Twitter at fresh and par. 
you can uh, email us at the show at freshmanparlance.com and uh, yeah, get back to us. Facebooks, everything. We're around. Yep. So uh, that about that thanks for thanks for all the uh, the chats on the live chat on YouTube. I haven't like called out for all of them. We had what? some what's, what's chat? Brands. I what's... mean, there's the two people, but I did I I mentioned them, but just not right as they said that said the stuff. Oh, okay. Because we right. were talking about others, we had moved on at the points. So but... um, much like uh, much like the United States departing from the UNESCO World Heritage uh, Foundation. Uh, this is Parland saying toodaloo. And this is Fresher saying later taters. <laughs>